Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another programme. This morning I'm recording the podcast looking out over a very bright and sunny Dakar Street. It is a Friday morning so it's the first day of the, the weekend for people in in Bangladesh and it's relatively quiet but it's a beautiful sunny morning I'm looking out of the window and uh, the sun's shining the sky's blue and um, yeah I'm very blessed to be able to sit here with a decent cup of coffee as I as I uh, don't mind saying just to record this podcast and hopefully we can share some share some insights and some knowledge and um, some things that will help you on your way now this episode is the next one, it's the seventh in the series on Leo Tolstoy's Coaching Wisdom, so we're going to take a, uh, a journey into the, uh, the seventh collection if you like, or the July collection of um, Leo Tolstoy's Wisdom and how, it, how uh, we think it can apply to, to the, uh, the leadership, the management and the coaching aspect of life. Okay, so here we go, let's, let's get going. The, the first one uh, that Tolstoy talks about is to remind yourself on a consistent and constant basis to remain grounded. He talks about many, many things in life that will come along and will try because life is like that, which will unseat you, which will destabilize you, which will upset you and put you off. And... Um, even success, you know, he doesn't just talk about travesties and disasters and challenges. He's talking about, in my opinion, everything because success is just as likely. In fact, it's probably more likely to destabilize you. So always remember to, be, to remain grounded. Point number two, always remember that there is no competition. There is only one you. There is only one journey, which is your journey. And if you decide to embark upon a competitive or in a competitive environment, if it's in a sporting arena or business arena, whatever it is, then absolutely fine. But always remember that ultimately the only competition is with yourself. There are only so many Formula One winners, there are only so many league champions. We understand that. But this relates very much to John Wooden's advice about redefining success. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't aim for the top, it doesn't mean you shouldn't aim for to achieve these things it is just a reminder to say that the 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 actual achievement is actually to do with yourself and the decisions that you make okay always remember then leading on from that this tall story reminds us that it's always an internal journey so that if you are feeling upset about something or you you feel aggravated by something or something is is making you angry then it is totally internal and no matter what the circumstance 
and people will argue strongly against this. I realise because when travesties happen, they they may say, well, are you saying you shouldn't be upset if you lose a loved one or something happens to somebody that you love dearly or you are violated in some way should you not have those emotions? I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is that the power to adjust, the power to respond is totally within. And... uh, that's what Tolstoy is reminding us of. And, and he's reminding us of the ultimate power that we all have. That as in A Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl wrote about that, you know, when you are in that extreme or in an extreme circumstance that probably and hopefully none of us will ever get anywhere near. The you're in a, you know, he talks about being in a Nazi concentration camp where he is totally stripped of all his loved ones, all his belongings, every item of clothing he has. And he has no idea whether he will be living in the next two minutes or not. And he's set to work and he lives in a hut and he's fed whenever they decide to feed him. And the chances are that he will probably die. He has no idea what's happened to his loved ones. He is basically totally and utterly stripped of all his, what we'd call his humanitarian rights these days. But he did survive and he recognized that the people who did survive actually all had a common thread. And one of those common threads was they had a place internally within them that was untouchable. Whether they lived or died or not was out of their control. But they, the survivors uh, demonstrated an ability to respond in a, in, in a different way. Number, number four, beware of revenge. Be careful about allowing your emotions to take you on a journey so that you get back at whatever it is or whoever it is that you think has violated you because you will spend untold amounts of energy, untold amounts of mental time trying to make yourself feel better when there is a better solution. So um, just beware of that because undoubtedly in your life you will experience the feeling of wanting to get revenge. It is a normal and a natural human emotion and Tolstoy reminds us that we would do well to look at aiming to control that to a a greater or lesser degree. Next one, Tolstoy talks about decisions and he talks about the importance of knowing who you are and having a set of virtues no matter what they are so that you have something to guide you because you will have you'll have to make decisions many decisions every day really and occasionally and dependent upon your circumstance if you are in a leadership position you will have more of these you will have to make decisions that actually are between a rock and a hard place and in some you take decision a and some people will not be happy and will get violated or hurt you take decision b another set of people and you often have to make those kind of decisions And so if you do not have anything to guide you, if you do not have virtues in your life that you have sat down, you have thought about, you have contemplated on and you have decided upon that they will be your guiding lights, in times of of these decisions, you're going to have anxieties. You'll have anxieties anyway because all leadership is about that and it's controlling that. So don't think just because you're a great leader, you just sit there on your mighty throne and make great decisions. I don't believe that. I don't think any Roman emperor did that, not at least the good ones. So, but you do need those guiding lights. And it's at times like that 
that you are glad that you have actually taken the time when the waters are calm and everything is good to decide what it is you're going to hang your hat on. Next point, understand conflict and war. One of the best books or the most inspiring books that, that I ever read was um, The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Um, never came, I'd never come across anything like that before and was fascinated by it. And we've done an episode of the podcast. In fact, we've done a couple of episodes of the podcast about that and they're on uh, early on in the podcast series. So take a look at them. They're well worth having a listen to. Not because my interpretation's any good, just because it will give you a little bit of an insight into that fantastic, fantastic uh, piece of work. And uh, that is something that's really well worth taking a dive into. But you have to have a, have a, have a theory or a philosophy or a standpoint on conflict and war. Um, there are people in the in the world, many many people who say, "Well, my my standpoint is I don't engage." Absolutely fine. They don't believe in conflict. They don't believe in war. They don't believe in that kind of endeavour. There are people who are on the other extreme of the continuum who believe that you know, or who cannot keep away from conflict, who cannot keep away from war, if you want to use that term, or battle. And now you decide yourself. But it's a very interesting one. Um, personally, I think that you need to have a philosophy on conflict and war. I think you are better off by having an ability which is based on your theory to deal with conflict. Because if you don't deal with conflict and you allow conflict to have its way with you, then you will be at the mercy of it and other people. And all circumstances are different. But a tall story reminds we need to have a, a philosophy and a theory to deal with conflict and war. Okay, so uh, something well worth thinking about. Next one. And this is about faith. And this comes from Tolstoy. When he talks about, in my humble opinion, he talks about if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. We're going to have, we keep talking about challenges. It's like we, we, we seem to hardly get away from conversations about challenges, don't we? Maybe that's because when you're a leader, you're a manager and you're a coach. And I was talking to somebody yesterday about this, about why coaching is so attractive. Because it feels like at times it's the most difficult thing in the world. And it probably isn't. It's only an opinion. I'm sure rocket science and, and brain surgery and, and all the wonderful things that people get involved in, saving lives and all the rest of it, and we just chase a bag of wind around a uh, you know 110 by 80 meter area. But it's, we embark upon endeavors because they inspire us in some way. And you have to, you know, and if you don't believe in, in something, then you will, you will fall pray to something else so no matter what challenges come across in your life and forget about the football analogy for a minute let's get into something that, that's more more pertinent and, and it actually has more weight to it then at times you will feel overwhelmed and as a human being i think you know we all need something that's bigger that's stronger that's more than us as as mortal human beings to hang our, our hat on and say you know what i need something to help me right now and that might be in the form of another person, or it might just be some kind of belief system that's within you that that sustains you in times of what appears to be failure. When you feel you are rock bottom and 
the you know the Alcoholics Anonymous organization and 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 the drug addiction organizations and and those those kind of organizations that deal with people who have gone to extreme places because of, they have been controlled by external events or substances or circumstances they say the starting point for recovery is one place and that one place is where you are so overwhelmed and you are so beaten that you are brought to your knees or brought to your knees that is the place to start and it's from that place where you say i as this mortal human being need some assistance i need something that's bigger that's brighter that that has something sustaining that actually sustains me that i do not control and that is the point that tolstoy is talking about that we need to have a faith no matter what that is whatever your it's not a religious conversation although it has connotations to religion because whatever your faith is that is what sustains you and if you do not have that no matter what it is it doesn't have to have a name but it has to be something because as mortal human beings if you totally and utterly just believe in yourself and 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 have that you will have a because we are finite in our ability we only have so much energy we only have so much conversation in us we only have so many hours we can work etc etc you will not succeed as well as somebody who is tuned in and is plugged into something that that can sustain them in times of challenge tolstoy goes on after to remind us that one of our biggest challenges is to always remember that it is possible to respond in a kind way and this is this is something that is is um brought to me every single day here in dhaka because i have never experienced roads like i've experienced in this city and every day on a 20 minute journey you fight or the driver bless him machine he fights and battles to stay on the road to make a decent time from the from where we are to training and to negotiate the corners and the roundabouts and it is almost like you in the UK you would people would be losing their heads would be out of their cars they would be having physical fights they would be having verbal wrestling matches and it would just be an unbelievable sight because you you when you first get here you feel that you are your rights as a road user are violated about 25 times in the first 2 minutes and but that's how it is and unbelievably nobody gets mad or very few people get mad with each other people actually react i wouldn't say they react with kindness they just ignore they don't get upset but that's just the analogy to say well that if that happened in another country there would be uproar so the only thing that can be different is people's approach to it. So Tolstoy is reminding us to, to that we can always respond and react with kindness instead of anger. And true words spoken kindly, no matter how harsh, are very, very, very powerful. Next point. Remember that as human beings we can and we should be inspired to accumulate knowledge. Not, not and certain not knowledge for the sake as tolstoy points out knowledge for the sake of knowledge and and appearing wise and appearing clever but using knowledge for the good so 
you know, the world is awash with information. We live in this 20, 20, 21st century with with everything almost like it's it's just unbelievable, isn't it? For us people who live in this age, so goodness knows what it'll be like for the next the next generations. It's it's just amazing to think what you know artificial intelligence will will bring about. But the amount of information that we have access to instantly is just mind blowing. And there in itself is the danger, because we get we can as we've talked about in, in other podcasts with deep work and the, the the lack of focus that often happens that comes along as the double-edged sword with this kind of thing. We have to learn to focus and we have to learn to use that knowledge and open ourselves up to the knowledge that we want, the knowledge that we believe will be of most benefit to us and the people we serve so that we can do the right works. It's not just about accumulating knowledge for knowledge's sake. It's about filtering out which is often why, you know, now people are getting very much into their niche niche areas a little bit, which has, has again, is a double-edged sword. It allows people to get the, 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 the distilled essence of the information that they want from their apps, whether it's about football, it's about swimming, it's about coaching, it's about athletics, it's about business, it's about property, it's about spacecraft or whatever it is, your little niches. Um, but the double-edged sword, as we'll just mention anyway while we're talking about it, is the fact that we we'll often can lose touch with the big picture. You know, sometimes we need to get out of our own heads and get into the real world and actually learn to, to communicate with, with other people so that we can have a broader perspective. Because if we don't have that broad perspective, we will only be able to communicate successfully with a limited number of people. Amazing how many years ago Tolstoy is talking about this kind of stuff. Remember to find time for yourself because if you do not find time for yourself to reconnect with yourself, with your source and rest and recuperate, you will not be able to serve. Next one, do not abuse your ability to think deeply. One of the lines that stayed with me since I was a young person is Earl Nightingale, who when I heard his his cassette tape, as I've mentioned before, called The Strangest Secret. He said, the problem with men today is that men simply don't think. And I think, <laughs> I think, as I've got a little bit older, actually, that's very, very true. Actually, being able to sit down and consider and examine and think deeply about a particular subject is actually not that common. It's certainly not easy. It's often quite painful and it requires focus and it requires diligence. And Tolstoy implores us to actually utilize the amazing ability we have to do that and not just take it for granted and not, because it's so easy to go through life and be stimulated by all the things that are around us and never even engage in deep thought about something. And we are just wasting our abilities if we don't do that. Tolstoy talks about speaking less and doing more. Again, I think that relates to the world we live in. We are awash with communication, with blogs, with ads, with podcasts, with everything you want. Information, 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 information. And it's words, 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 words. Yes, and I'm, I'm contributing towards that. And But we have to remember that we have things to do. And uh, it's all about 
It's not about what we say, is it? We can go to all the seminars in the world, all the courses in the world, and we can listen to all the great speakers in the world. But ultimately, you know, if the person you pay, the person you love, the person you're with, they don't put the tea on the table, you wonder what's happening. If you're, they don't bring the money home to pay the bills and the mortgage, you wonder what's happening. It's all about ultimately what we what we do with, with what we learn and what we've got. So remember that. Next one, simplicity. Tolstoy reminds us about simplicity. And again, this seems to be a common theme in this podcast. It relates to the world we live in particularly now, doesn't it? Because, you know, everything is so complex. There are reasons for this and, and things we have to do and boxes to tick, especially, you know, in the Western world. Um, we, we seem to have to do so many things. And in the coaching world today, you know, the work is awash with information, with with uh, sessions on this and, and analysis on this and and reasons for this and why we should do this. And, and when actually 80% of it is real, simple stuff. Somebody talked talk, talk to me this week about how one of the great Wimbledon champions, the current Wimbledon greats, just does the same few things day in, day out, day in, day out, until they've mastered the basics. How many of us master the basics? And how many of us, if we analyze it, just play around with the new shiny penny? Okay, how to defend in a 4-3-3, playing against a 2-1-3, when the wind's blowing left to right? Who cares? Can you teach your players to do the basics can you remind them of what the basic principles are and i think we often need to remind us to remind ourselves as as the great shanks used to say you know football is a simple game brian clough said the same keep it on the grass play it on the grass simple game 80 percent of success is probably down to all the basics and that's what tolstoy i think is reminding us of as a leader he talks about sometimes you get put in positions of leadership he talks about leadership is not always given. It is sometimes just taken. You know, you're put in positions and you have to respond. And if you respond in a in a service way, you will be acting as a leader. And remember, when you do that, Tolstoy says to dig deep to find your empathy and your compassion. The greatest leaders show the greatest amount of compassion for the people they serve and the greatest amount of empathy. Being able to walk in another man's shoes, being able to empathize. People people won't remember the acts that you did, somebody said. People won't remember the feats that you achieved, somebody said. But they will remember how you made them feel. And empathy is one of the great traits of leadership, so I am told. And I tend to believe it. And that's what Tolstoy also is reminding us of. Letting go. Next point, letting go. He talks about having the ability to let go. Reminding yourself, again, on a, on a consistent basis of the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi, who said, you know, give me the understanding and the wisdom to know the things I can control, understand the things I cannot control, and something like the wisdom to know the difference. Because if we spend all our time trying to control things we cannot control, We'll just end up a bag of frustration, burnt out, worn out, frustrated, quitting, etc., etc., etc. You know, and I've had a great experience of that this week in uh, a proposed trip to another country. 
with a group of footballers that at the very, very last minute, at the 11th hour, I was informed that it was no longer going ahead. All the preparation, all the logistics, all the planning, all the communication, all the money that was spent, gone. But the outcome was out of the control of certainly me um, and many people. And there's one response to that. There's one successful response. Okay, put it to bed. Let's learn something from it. And let's, as quickly as possible, get some sleep, wake up, and move on. And let it go. I could talk about it for the next 20 years and say this should have happened and that should have happened and this should have happened. It's not going to change anything. I've done enough of that in my life. I'm sure many of us can relate to that. And should have made this decision, should have made that decision. You should have done this, you should have done that. Well, actually, let's spend as little time as possible doing that as Tolstoy reminders and let go and move on. Last few, forgiveness. Tolstoy talks about forgiveness being like a bridge. And sometimes we have to go back, walk over a bridge as an analogy, using that as an analogy to forgive. And if we don't forgive and we hold that hardness in our in inside ourselves and we don't soften it up and we hold people to account, but we never let it go and we hold a grudge if you like or we let it be then it's like burning the bridge it's like you you've no way of getting back over the sea or over that river back to that person to reconnect even if it's in some way now you may not want to but having that bridge at least you can walk over that bridge whether that person reaches out and holds your hand or communicates with you again is another another issue. It's out one of those things that's out of your control. But Tolstoy talks about forgiveness being like a bridge and be careful not to burn it no matter how you feel, how vengeful you feel. But remember that forgiveness is all about helping yourself, not about helping the other people or the other party. Okay, last two. Tolstoy gives us a great example and he talks about things that bother us, the little tiny things that bother us. And he talks about being like a deep river. So if you've got a depth to you, if you've sat and contemplated, if you've been through a few fires and learned a, a few little things from each experience and you've come through and you've endeavoured and you've done your very best, you will have a depth to you as older maturer people seem to have you know that you sit down next to your grandfather or your grandmother and in all her his or her physical disability now but this serenity that they have that kind smiling serenity that okay no problem nothing matters there's a depth to it and the stock market crashes it doesn't bother them. There's a problem. It doesn't bother them because they've adapted them. And, and, Tol and Tolstoy's words are, a small pebble thrown into a deep river makes very little impact. A small pebble thrown into a shallow puddle makes a big splash and disperses a lot of that water from the body. It makes no impact to a deep river. So can we endeavor in our journey in life to be like that deep river so that these little things just don't make an impact they get swallowed up and just drop to the bottom and we let go and the last one that i really liked from tolstoy was he talked about wealth 
and whether we talk about wealth or we talk about knowledge or we talk about a resource he talks about wealth if you wealth is like manure he says if it's collected and hoarded in a big pile it tends to make a big stink and doesn't look great but if you get that manure and you spread it out it will create fertile soil it will create growth and it will feed the ground and new things will grow from that and there will be infinite results from the seeds that come from that the new flowers the new plants the new vegetables whatever it is the new trees they will grow produce new seeds and grow and there will be that infinite cycle of life that carries on and i think it's in our our, our own interest to to join in that circle and that cycle and and spread our spread our abilities and spread our words and spread our knowledge and our wealth or whatever it is for you that you can contribute and look for the people that, that we can serve. And that's one of the reasons that um, this opportunity, this amazing opportunity that we've been blessed with to come and, and spend some time in, in Bangladesh is, is, is so meaningful because there it feels like there is so much to do here. There are so many opportunities to serve and so many opportunities to give and and receive but there's so much to do and it, it, it is just like that that wonderful opportunity and I feel blessed that to be in a situation like that um, where where you you are able you feel able to contribute um, and hopefully hopefully we are so so that's it so there are all the points from from Leo Tolstoy's coaching wisdom um, please as I always say this is not my wisdom it's uh, just the way that I feel inspired to, to pass it on I hope you got something out of it as I said it's a fantastic read and um, you know fill your boots and maybe one or two of the two of those little nuggets will, will help you on your own journey if you want to uh, to communicate with me love to hear from you always interested and um, catch me on our game uh, LinkedIn uh, Facebook or uh, www.robriles.co.uk let me know what you think and um, yeah catch up and uh, yeah well uh, you know just uh, cheer the fat over whatever it is you want to do all right great to chat always appreciate your time catch you later bye bye